Hey guys, what's cracking? And a happy after holiday if you celebrate Thanksgiving and break and all that other stuff. And um, also Indigenous Folk Day and also, what else? Um, Colonizers taking over day and turkey and stuffing day. And yams and collard greens. Yeah. Oh, yay. Welcome to another episode of Black Queer and... Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. Where the dot, dot, dot is... um, Today, the dot, dot, dot is a very special episode. Um, We got to sit down and honestly, it's just an intimate conversation with my cousin, Julie, who is a um, beautiful black trans woman. Mm -hmm. She lives in New York. Um, She is my first cousin. Um, I don't know what else to say. She's She's just beautiful. She's a makeup artist, a designer, super talented, Mm -hmm. and the love of my life. She is one of um, the closest like family members besides my siblings and stuff, but like outside of my immediate family, she is my heart. Yeah, that's why this um, this was originally a ten hour long interview that Ray had to oh cut down. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it was hard to cut with down. Meals and some munching and all that. You will hear the words "fuck" a lot. I say it a lot, and she says it a lot, and you will hear the word "nigga" a lot. Just so you know, I think I say it anyway a lot, and. You know, other episodes, but this episode, <laughs> let's make a challenge. Every time you hear me say those two words, go ahead and take a shot or make it. If you don't drink, uh, eat a piece of cheese. I don't know. <laughs> You'll hear it a lot. Uh, so anyway, we hope you enjoy it. And let's start the show. Yeah. <laughs> Ow. Yes, that's yes. cheers. <laughs> Clink, clink, clink. <laughs> <laughs> um, I identify um, as a, a woman. I identify as a trans woman. I identify as um, a straight trans woman. I love it. Y'all, she's so beautiful. You uh, couldn't even see her. That's right. <laughs> she's, she's so she beautiful. Might, she, you're so beautiful, too. Oh, thank you. Isn't thank she? You. Mm-hmm. Really? I don't see it. Because I know you probably get that a lot that you're gorgeous because you are. I get a lot of things. I get a lot. I get all types of things. Yeah. And especially when speaking of like giving compliments, when I can tell when it's fake and like girls just want to get closer and stare at my face and see what's going on. They're like, "Oh, you're so beautiful." I was like, "I just saw you give me these weird." Dirty vibes and like and vibrations from over there. Like I know your friend sent you over here just so you can get in my face and give me a compliment. But you know I get more genuine love than hate. Yeah. So it keeps me it keeps me going. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. I didn't understand it before until I really got with Shamian, and Shamian would always be like, "Are there any other queer people around?" Like, cause I don't like I just need to feel the love, and I got it because. I'm that way now with queer people, but like I used to be that way with black people. Like if it's a room full of white people, yes, of course I can I can talk to anybody, mm-hmm. but I feel more comfortable if the people look like me. Right. And then it got more uncomfortable when I came out, and it was like, yes, there's black people. I want to be around black people, mm-hmm. but if they're not going to be accepting of me, like I want to be around people 
who not just look like me, but also think like me. Right. As far as like, are they accepting of not a lifestyle? Because I hate that word. But like, of me, my life. Right. Not my lifestyle, mm-hmm. but my life. Because it's not a choice. Do you really think a preacher's kid is going to go out of their way to like come out of the closet? Like, that shit is not fun. And this whole lifestyle, like, you don't know my life. Like, right. Every- it's so annoying. It's like we don't live the same lives and then some people are just messed up and they live those other lives. Like we all live different. We have different lives. Right. Our lives are our own. Isn't that so annoying though when people associate with with you with someone because they feel like you should know them because you're yeah. oh, you're kind of like them. Right. I want to introduce you to my friend. Why? I think y'all would hit it off. Mm. In what way? <laughs> oh, I think they're cute together. For what? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think you compliment each other. Where? Like, what are you talking about? I love that you answer the questions, yeah. though. Like, how? Why? Where? Because it'll just keep going and it won't go anywhere. Okay. So what does the word black mean to you? Black? Um, black means... Darkness. <laughs> Charlie Murphy, I love it. Uh, I mean, black can be a shade. I mean, black. Um, I can thank you. Make it better. Uh, skin color, culture, uh, awareness, history, uh, legacy, ancestry, um, beginnings, humble beginnings. That's good. I like that. What does... No, it's good. Oh There's no perfect answer. Really? There's no okay. perfect answer. It's that was what, beautiful. I like, love darkness. Yeah. Live. <laughs> that was deep. That was no, really it deep. is. Because yeah. most people are like, powerful, love. Like, it's really what you think, what, okay. what you think it means. What does the word queer mean to you? Queer. Even if you don't identify okay. as queer, like, what does it mean to you? Um... Well, can I speak about what I thought queer meant? Like, what, yes, okay. absolutely. Anything, anything because else. it's okay. So queer growing up was just a way to describe like gay people or people who are different who seem gay. Those characteristics that people identify as being gay or um, yeah, mm-hmm. um, queer. Like um, I feel growing up, it was just something. Um, like derogatory like people would ask me like when I was like a teenager or like early 20s like are you queer and I'm like huh like I felt like are you trying to insult me but and she didn't know she she would just use that in place of gay or oh. anything else so I was like she wasn't trying to be like malicious she just wanted that was just you know, part of her language I'm yeah like, I was like no um queer I um is it a more positive thing now than it was then? I think then? It's, it's definitely ownership. Like, people have taken ownership of the word. Yeah. Um, and it's more, like, awareness of self. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Because I consider myself queer. Mm-hmm. J- Shemian considers herself... Genderqueer. Genderqueer. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't mind if you say she or he. Okay. I've been wanting to say he. Yeah, it's fine. But... You've been saying she, so... I because she's for genderqueer. Because okay. me, I see sees. her as as she. But I have people in my circle who only call me he because that's mm-hmm. what they see. 
and it's okay. fine for me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, and I, there are people who say this is a feeling. I just, yeah. I think he just feels like natural well, to me. Yeah. You're welcome. But I'm okay with everything. But that's he the great fine. thing about yeah. that is the great thing about gender queer though is that because. You identify as genderqueer. It does not offend her when people say he. Whereas some people would be offended if you say he mm-hmm. or she if mm-hmm. they identify as he. Right. And where her, she's like, like she won't even stop. She'll be like, how you doing? Man. When I look at cisgender men who say he, I do think it's funny because they say he out of an uncomfortableness. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. They look at her and they will be like, hold her hand up. They'll be like, how you doing, brother? Like that kind of thing. And they do it because they're uncomfortable with calling her she. Yeah. Sometimes. That's why it's Sometimes funny to that. Case. Sometimes men do see me as a man. And yes. even when I talk. Sometimes yes. it still doesn't change. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, or then people get really uncomfortable. But I think that's different. For me, it's about respecting people where they're Right. So for me, for personally, I'm not good about pronouns. Yes. But what I tell folks is that you should respect the way that people want to be referred to. Period. So I feel like they, to me, if you want to call me she or if you want to call, call me they, I call a lot of people they unless they say it offends them and they don't want to be called they. But to me, they is just like, it's just easier to say, and I hate to say easier because then it's like the easy way out. Yeah, because you're right. Because that's what I was gonna say. Like I was gonna say easy, the easy way out. Because some people they'll say they'll seem Ooh. so uncomfortable, and they don't know how to address me. So they're like they, and I have a friend. I'm like, no, it's she. Like my pronouns. Yeah, she. you can say she. It's okay. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. And they just run off. You know, and yeah. it's such a, I can see it's such a struggle. And I've experienced that, like, for such a long amount of time, even before I realized I would transition, like, people, and that's what made me think, well, maybe there's a possibility for me to live this life that I want to live because people would refer to me as, um, keep, uh, uh, um, them, uh, Julie, uh, what's your name? You know, and, like, they would, they took in consideration my feelings it would seem like they did but they didn't want to make a mistake because they could have easily just been like oh that's a man or that's a woman you know um so with them doing that I was like well maybe what is it about me that what am I what am I giving off that makes people like second guess themselves or make them want to ask questions so they won't cause offense I think this sucks but like I feel like people have to actually know someone personally like, they have to know a trans person personally to get it. You know what I mean? Like, and, and it's so ignorant to even think that way, but, like, sometimes that's what it takes. It's like, maybe if you know it, like, if you know that relation mm-hmm. personally, then you'll understand it. It's almost like when someone has a gay kid, mm-hmm. and they're like, I hate gay people, and then their kid's like, I'm gay! And then they're like, uh, I guess I should love gay people now. If you think about it, most people don't even know someone who is trans. Yeah, like my coworkers, I think I'm the only trans person that they know. Wow. I mean, I am. I am the only trans person that they know. Or that they're, they see on a regular basis. And um, I can tell there's a lot of confusion about certain things 
and with certain topics we just talk about things and I'm like you know like if you have any questions you can ask me because I'm standing right here mm-hmm. like if you you're saying something about that seems confusing to me about and it's confusing to the person too because it's like I think or like and then they'll misgender me like a customer may I get misgender a lot in Harlem like at my store really like often because it's predominantly black women that's a whole nother conversation um and but no I'm gonna give her into it right now because it I what it seems to be is like, oh, they see me, they're like, oh, I know what's going on, so I don't have to treat this person a certain way. It's like I know, I, I know your secret. So and then they'll say, something, not, they'll say something, they'll say something offensive, and then I correct them, and I'm obviously like, you can look on my face, I'm like, I'm hurt, I'm disappointed, bunch of things, and then they want to be like, oh, but do you watch Pose? It's such a good show. Oh I'm like, God. are you fucking stupid? Oh my I'm like, God. you just disrespect me. You dismiss my existence because you think you're superior to me and you don't have trans friends or you only see tr- certain type of trans women on your, your, in your, on your neighborhood, on your, in your neighborhood, on your block. So you think that's how everybody should act. That's how everybody should carry themselves. And especially when it comes to like the appearance of trans women, especially black trans women. <clears throat> um, Oftentimes, a lot of girls have a certain body shape, you know, like, that they get done. Like, everything's amplified. Like, big boobs, big hips, big ass, little waist, all this face work. It's a certain type of look. And most of the, and a lot of girls in New York have that look. And so, it's like, when they meet me, in comparison, I look more, I want to say more natural, maybe more conservative or reserved. So, they're like, oh, you're, you're not there yet. That's what they're thinking in their head. I can no. tell in the tone and just the words they're using, like, oh, you're not there yet because they think that's the goal. The goal is to have this fantasy body. Like, is that if you're going to do it, body do it right. Passable? The only times I've heard that, I think if I was going to do it, I would do it this way. Not even passable because being, that's not even important to them. They think that um, it uh, it's it's beautiful. It's a beautiful look that um, most, most women nowadays aspire to, to have. A very curvaceous body where they're injecting mm-hmm. poison in their body, getting certain work done, and <laughs> and it's so crazy because, all right, so you know a lot of girls are getting their butts done, yeah, and especially a lot of black girls in the hood are getting all this body work done, which is so crazy, face work done. I see all the time, and a lot of them are gorgeous, so right? Funny. And I noticed that a lot of the black girls in the hood, like, started getting work done right around the time there was the trans movement. Mm. It was, like, right when trans women became, like, a kind of conversation with dialogue, there was proper terms and stuff like that, um, opportunities in television, film, I feel like a lot of women had, I don't know if they felt like they had to, like, keep up because a lot of, and when I say keep up, because a lot of most a lot of girls have a certain like fantasy look you yeah. know whether they're working girls or not <clears throat> and it attracts we attract the same men yeah you know and so they're like threatened mm. they're threatened for so many reasons they're like threatened by women like me or myself is like invading their space mm-hmm. um, taking their man taking their opportunities I'm trying to like erase their culture I'm trying to erase their like take their seat at the table and like make them go outside and like eat like that's not the case 
Like, I'm showing up with my own shit. And it's different from that trans girl, that trans girl. But because we don't all look... I mean, just because I don't look like Mm -hmm. that popularized popularized look, it doesn't mean that I'm at, like, stage one. Like, you don't know where my journey... Right. You don't know me. You don't know what I find to be... um, my my goal what what my what's the end result of my transition like where I am who I am what right. I'm into what's my point of reference like what's my background who's my family like what did I grow up with like you don't know yeah. so people just have these judgments and now that poses on they'll see like those actresses and it's like okay if you don't look like that then you're not they can't they can't equate the two equate the two it's like What's going on? Yeah. I have mixed What's feelings you? about that because I love Pose. Mm-hmm. I love Pose. And I've watched every episode more than once. But I also feel like there are people who uh, popularize it and like make it seem like it's kind of like how the show depicts like it's this popular thing. Mm-hmm. It's popular to be in the, in the, the ballroom culture but the ballroom culture, people were still being demonized. Right. And, like, by people... By each other. By yeah. each other. And then also, like, even that uh, episode when they were going out to, like, the Popper's Bill, and they were trying to find their friend who mm-hmm. died of AIDS. Right. And it was, like, it was still the gay disease. Mm-hmm. Or when it was a lot of straight men right. who had AIDS, too. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It was, like, this is not... Like it, it's just it's a great show. Yeah. So I'm please I'm don't get me wrong no, about that. Show. It was just it's just this idea of um straight people popularizing like gay and lesbian and trans uh life. Yeah. Not lifestyle, but life in general. And it's like a fad. But then at the end of the day, trans so, women are still being killed. Yeah, like, that kind of thing. That means that it's not popular. Yes. We, we didn't even watch the MTV Awards because we're almost fucking 40, so we're like, we don't watch that shit. But um, we did watch the Missy Elliott, um, right. mm-hmm. that shit, because Missy Elliott is amazing. But I watched um, a piece of the Taylor Swift performance with Tadra Call, oh. and I said to Shami, and I said, I love the fact that, like... Um, trans women and drag queens are being glorified in this but I was like at the same time I feel like trans women are being made accessories yeah like they're accessories to white women like oh we love you mm-hmm. until it's not cool yeah and that is it works my nerve because mm-hmm. it's, it's the same thing with like gay men straight women especially straight white women love to go to gay clubs mm-hmm. have the gay best friend yes makeup artist hairstylist stylist all of that because how many straight friend, stylists do you see all of that yes mm-hmm. like that's my that's my husband yeah. my gay husband but then they don't want to bring you to the family reunion yeah like that or kind invite of invite you stuff. to their wedding invite you to the What's wedding happened to exactly. me like multiple times oh my god and I asked him and he was just like Oh, um, my family. I was like, what? I was like, enough said. So then we're not really close. No. That's, that's <laughs> what it boils down to. Right. 
So for all of the listeners out there, this is the family edition, which is why <laughs> family very, edition. Very family. little very little of Brooklyn. My <laughs> We're in Brooklyn. But I am <laughs> here. For anybody wondering if Shamian's still in the room, I am I am here. So She's there's just something not from that New I want York. to say. Two things that I want to say. One is that when I think about shows like Pose and some other shows, there's not very many of them that have um, sort of feature trans women. Mm-hmm. I think that it's just not enough, right? So it's not mainstream enough. Right. So it's still seen as something. So people look at these Im- these women and they're like, oh, so that's what it means to be a trans woman, right? Which trickles down to folks like you, right? Who are like, no, that's not, we don't all look, right? So people are starting to sort of look at those uh, videos or those shows like textbooks. Mm-hmm which shows that there's a glaring problem mm-hmm. with the fact that trans women aren't just part of the natural makeup of what we yep. see on TV, what we read, what we hear, what we talk about. The other thing, there's something else that you said about uh, women, some women feeling as though trans women or even other women are sort of taking their place. Yeah. And I've had this, this is kind of a rub for me. I've had conversations with people around this. And, and for me, I always feel like you don't know there's so I almost feel like it's harder for trans women than in some situations than it is for cis women and the reason why I say that is because yeah it's because they don't know the struggle that um has been undergone they don't know the challenges they don't know what it's like to be a trans woman in the world especially because there's certain circles that kind of close out you don't belong here you don't belong here you can't be with us you're not authentic enough Mm -hmm. But I wonder, who gets to say that? What does it mean to be a woman? Who gets to hold that definition? That, that to me, is always really puzzling. No one can really answer that. Like, what does it mean to be a woman in this world, right? Of women who look like it doesn't matter. You, there's, there's still, you still get the same, like, misogyny. You yeah. still get, and if you're trans, in my mind, and please correct me if because I fall under the trans umbrella, but obviously... We're a little bit different, even though, even when I hear you talking, there's so many things that are similar. I'm like, oh my God, someone else. And it kind of gives me life a little bit because I live in a world sometimes that feels so isolating. Mm-hmm. So to hear your story kind of gives me life in some ways. I'm like, ah, oh, someone else deals with this, right? But uh, what I was like, going to say that that trans, oh God, now I lost my, you were I was saying, getting really excited and now I lost my thought. You were saying, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we no. Uh, well, I was like, trans women. women think that trans women are taking up their space or want, or want to take their space. I do believe that trans Harder. women are more marginalized. Yes. And I was agreeing because I feel like there are a lot of things that happen to me as a cisgendered woman, right? Yes, yes. But I feel like at the end of the day, a trans woman is not going to get as much harassment and looks. I mean, I'm not. I'm, not gonna, I'll take that back. Reverse, yeah. Yeah, reverse. I've been drinking. I'm not going to get as many as much harassment and looks as a trans woman will get. And I, I can say that because even with us standing there, and what I was agreeing with you is because all three of us identify as women, right? Even though you identify as as queer, right? You, you're still a woman and Mm -hmm. you identify as a man at at the same time right and so all three of us were standing at the corner in Brooklyn (laughs) and you you. in your suit yeah 
I'm I had my flip flops, <laughs> but I'm in that I'm in my my pencil skirt and all yeah, that shit. Yeah, and you're in your good. wedding dress, and there was a guy who stopped, and you had your back turned, but he stopped, and he stopped at the corner, and that's he why I kept looking at you over your yet. shoulder. He walked past us. Yes, yeah, and he, he was leaning on the fence like this, and I kept. Yes, oh, I didn't see him. Then he was leaning on the fence. I, I did. Okay. It was before we walked towards when the little yeah. girl said, "Oh, you're so pretty." Yeah. He was standing at the at Lots. the corner. I think so. And they were like up like this. You saw him when he walked past us. I remember but seeing But he stopped lot. there. And he stopped there. The and he was standing there oh, as though he wanted to pop off some shit. And Shamia knows I'm a pop off person. Like, and you probably know this too, but not as much. Because the older I get, the more I want to pop off. And I don't necessarily want to fight, but I'm a defender of the people that I love. Mm-hmm. And I saw him and I was and he kept staring at you. And I was like, maybe he wants to flirt or maybe he's trying to get your attention to see if you want to go. Yeah. Like whatever. Yeah, let's go down the block. Let's go down the block. But I was like, in my head, what? Yes, I get that. He wanted to harass you though, and that shit was fucking. And I'm gonna talk a little bit about that. That's scary because you don't. I don't know. Yeah. Because you see these guys, they're looking like they're trying to figure it out. They're curious. They're attracted. They're in love secretly, or they just want to hurt me, and they want to hurt me because of all those other things. It's like I don't know because of all those things. And it's black men, and I hate that. That's why, like, and I love black men. And that's I, the hard part. So I, <laughs> and but I'm like I'm kind of terrified because you know so many times like they're the most violent one. And we're gonna get back to what I was trying to that. say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so many times yeah, with all the men that I've dated, I've dated a lot. It was just entertainment or whatever. Me too. I but, get it. um, it's a gainy thing, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, they've always been the most violent, verbally, mentally, physically. Mm. It's always something. Like, they try to put this fear inside of me, or be like, wait, you got a brain? You got opinions? You being disobedient. Like, I, they uh. literally said that to me. Like, being disrespectful. I cannot. You know, when somebody, I'm ready to like, crack them in the face with this. Like, you being disrespectful? What are you talking about? You don't have any ownership. I don't. Own, you, you don't own me. They expect you to not come they with anything. Me to be, That's really they expect me to be an obedient, good black woman, right? The good woman, who, a good girl who like follows the rules and takes care of business, which is her man's, you know, needs and wants. I feel she like that doesn't any, even right? go with the the words black woman though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like obedience those don't go with the words being, black woman. What is that? Like obedience and like Submission. mold yeah. or that's, like that doesn't because like, we come in so di- many different molds right. and shapes. Like that doesn't go with the right. It doesn't fit the mold. And I think oftentimes a lot of black men hate black women <laughs> because they're not or we're not as obedient as they would like us to be, or what they I've think obedient that. is. I've heard Which that. is just listen to me, do what I want you to do, get out of my face, and that's what is that? Mm. What is that? That means you're boring. You don't even have an idea what what makes you happy. Like you, anybody can get their dicks up. Like if you watch porn long enough every day. That's what you think you want, right? You may not even want it. You may not even feel what the person is doing to you. Wow, damn. It's just obedient. What is that? Right. 
And so I get that often by black men, and it sucks, but I still have love for them. Like, I was talking to my, um, my best friend the other day, and we were talking about the difference between white and black men. Like, when we see them, like, in public and how, and what we think of them. And I was like, I was looking on, I was on the train the other day, and it was like this really scruffy-looking black guy, beautiful face, like, beautiful. I could just feel, like, this, like, energy coming off of him. It was so intense. And then it was a really clean cut white guy sitting across from him, very muscular. You could tell, or whatever. He had, whatever. He just looked, the look that he was given seemed like success. But anyway, I was like, I felt like the differences with black men, I see power, and with white men, I see privilege. Mm. And no matter what they're, oh my gosh, how much they're making, what's in their bank account, what they have to offer, how much trauma they have, I still see black men black people but black men as powerful there's a certain power to them and I think that's what allows me to like show respect and to the host that maybe I have a good connection with them because I feel like it's there I feel like I, I can see past the trauma yeah and this is going somewhere else but no but that is it'll be beautiful yeah don't worry about that yeah, thank you that is the whole power and privilege. And the whole thing about being submissive, that's really interesting. Now, is that something that you've experienced? Because I, I don't, obviously, I don't have the, well, maybe it's not obvious, but I've never dated men. I've always dated women. So I've never had that experience before, but I'm curious to know, is that similar to... Um, yes. Okay. I, I have, you know, I mean, just to jump on what she said, I find it Interesting whenever I think about Shemian or I talk to Shemian because she has had the privilege of always being with who she wanted to be with. I had to be with people who I wanted to be with in secret. So for the most part, I was with men. And most of the men I was with, they either, we would fight a lot because I was dominant and they did not like that. They did not like the fact that I was overpowering them and that's because I was I was I was for them I was too masculine and so I always say that to her I'm like I am like a two-spirit person I hold a lot of feminine qualities but I hold a lot of masculine qualities because I don't like to um I mean I like to wear dresses when I like and I guess that's what you call two-spirit like feminine masculine but I am very very like dominant and powerful to me I guess to most men and so we would fight a lot and and for me I felt like that's just who I am but I would start dumbing myself down oh dumbing yourself down literally dumbing like I don't know yeah like I've never heard of jazz music before yeah because I didn't want to fight anymore I didn't want to fight and I wanted to make them feel like the man yes (laughs) make them feel because when I could see that they're they're falling a bit short. I'm just like, okay, oh my god, pull it down because I feel like I'm just gonna emasculate them or make them feel stupid. So I'm like, let me just chill out so they so they can be the boss. I'm like, why am I doing this? Do you know how often like, that happens? I have to do all of that work. Exactly. My dad taught me that when I was young. If someone has to keep telling you, I'm the man, I'm the man, then not they're not really the man. Like they're not as much of a man as they think that they are because you should never have to tell someone 
that you're a man right. if you're really a man. Yeah. Like, if I'm a woman, I should never have to say, I'm a woman, I'm a woman, I'm a woman. And I feel like that's the problem with cisgendered men and trans women. They feel like they know that they're a woman, which is why they want to keep fucking. Exactly. They want to fuck transgender women, but they're afraid of what everyone else might think. think. Yeah. And so it's like, well, let me tell you, I don't like them. Right. When the rest of the world is saying, no, that they're women, mm-hmm. and they're like, no, they're not women, but I'm <laughs> fucking them right. at the same time. I've been fucking them. <laughs> like, I was walking down the street the other day, walking to work, and there was a, a small little car with a group of guys in there. It was like too many guys in there. It's like four or five in the back, three in the front. And the car was small. You said four or five in the back and three in the front. That's too many niggas in one car. They all worked at the same place because they all had like this blue, same, like light blue shirt on. Anyway, it just looked like a big person was in the back because <laughs> it was just like shoulders on the windows. But anyway, um, all of them collectively was like, oh, that's a whole ass nigga. That's a man. And Wait, while you were walking while by? While walking down the street, that was what like... What the fuck? Only because what happened was like, I'm on this side of the street, I'm crossing the street, I see the car coming, and I already know what happened. One of them was like, oh, look at her, she's beautiful, or something like that. Other one was like, that's a man, what the fuck is wrong with you? So he's like, oh, shit, I can't look. Oh, my God. So then like, everybody rallied really together. You're a man! You know, and they're all smiling, they're all staring a little too long, but I didn't look too much, but... I felt like going back to what you were just saying. Like I felt like I don't have to say I'm a woman. I'm not this. Like I know what the fuck I am. Right. So I don't always have to like prove it. I don't have to prove it to you. But like I do have to put you on. This time that you need some education. But yes. I. Tr- I mean, I'm just That's like true. why always? Because there's times where it happened. It, it was a moment where it would happen often. And I'm just like I can't fight everybody. And I'm just like, but I already know I'm a woman, so I don't have right. to. Do it so they know that I know. Like, I fucking know. You know, like, that's why you, like, trying me. You know what's sick it to me? It reminds me of uh, fragile masculinity. Like, fragile. Yeah. It's fragile so, masculinity. Yeah. That, that is another conversation in terms of what men are taught, what it means to be a man. Mm-hmm. A man being attracted to you means that a man is attracted to a woman. Right. And that's the where where she Because you're a woman. Right. Ugh. But I think... I think the problem is that, like, and this is a conversation that the other person that we had on, that we had about people trying to hang on to their man card, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's like that moment that you described where the friend was like, oh, that's a man. Well, that's not true, for one, right? And that's not what he saw. When he see, saw you, he saw a beautiful woman. That's right. it, right? But then he's, he's, he's faced with the fact that his man card is being pulled, so people are like, "Oh, so you he had the shrimp, you this, and you that." Uh-huh. And but, so now he has to go over the top, yeah, over the top, to prove that he's still a man. Yeah. That is the problem. Mm-hmm. How can That's he be gay if you right see a beautiful, there. like fragile masculinity? Oh, and the crazy what thing is, is like with? two of the people in the back were probably the whole time they're doing all of that. Two of the people in the back are staring, at, like in their minds, they're like, "That's exactly what I like. That's the type of woman that I like." But I'm not going to say shit because I'm not going to throw, throw attention to myself. But that's so what I don't understand. Point education. into the fun or just shut the fuck up. This that's is why we need education. This is right here is why we need education. Because so what I think sometimes happens when people feel like they need to prove, that's when trans women are murdered, killed, right? Yes. They're beaten up because people feel like, okay, now I have to prove to the world that I'm not like that. I'm right. not like... 
And if we could just get some education, no one's saying, you're not, you're fine. Just the way that you are. Right, right. Do you know what I mean? You're fine. It's okay for you to be attracted to another woman. Right. That's perfectly fine. I feel like something needs to happen. We need to have more conversations so that people don't feel like they have to bring harm to folks, right? Even when they're calling out to you walking down the street, that should never happen to anybody, right? And people would be alarmed if it was like a white woman walking down the street and someone was saying something they'd be like oh in front of the car right it would be like all over let me walk you to the train exactly how dare you right Right. when we talk about (laughs) trans women we're talking about queer people even the stuff that I get right folks don't care about that because there's this idea that oh you brought it on yourself right that is the, the, I mean, you don't really matter anyway. Right, exactly. And like, you brought it on yourself. Don't be mad. Exactly. Enjoy it. That's yours. So in my mind, and this right. is something I want to say because oh. I have to I have to get packing. In my mind, I have so much respect for people who, who don't fit into these neat little binary constructs that we've made. Man, woman, penis, then you have to be ah. Well, that's what I'm, no one can what see is, me. Wait, what? I'm going ah, and I have my arms up. No one can see me. So what I'm doing is pretending like I'm inviting masculinity for those people that are listening. Oh, is that what masculinity looks like? Ah, yeah, arms are up about halfway, and, and I'm just I'm acting like I'm big and strong and I have my chest out. Um, or if that if you're have a vagina, that you're going to be feminine, you're going to cry, and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I have so much respect for trans women, especially especially black trans women, because I feel as though the stuff that black trans women get is on another level. Yeah. Even for me. Now, I deal with a lot on a daily basis. Like, we're at the wedding. People are looking at me. So I've learned how to just have, like, a straight... But what I realized... Like, like, I have tunnel vision... I already know like the bathrooms so that she had to, to pee. Oh, I was like, upstairs. do you want me to go with you? There's another set of bathrooms. Every time but we go to the bathroom, to, I'm like, do you want me to go this. with you? No, I'm you thinking know. about my safety, right? Because I'm thinking, so I, do I need to right. fight somebody? No, <laughs> I'm ready to fight to at all you don't times. Need to, but you can't be with me everywhere. Right? But I'm like, I'll walk with me everywhere. It's me. I'm with myself. I know. I know. But I'm ready. I hate those moments. I stay ready. That could be the most... I mean, a lot of times for years, that was the most difficult part of yes. my week. Being out in public, going to the bathroom. I would hold it until I would get home. Because I was like, Ugh. where am I going to go? I feel more comfortable going to the women's bathroom. Like, I've been going to the women's bathroom since I was in high school. And, but, you know, sometimes people, they're running Some out. Or I was in some issues. Or I got, like, pushed out, thrown up by the bathroom attendant mm. or whatever. Or, or security saw me going in the bathroom and they pulled oh me. God. When I was in Atlanta, I was staying at the Hilton with a friend of mine. I went into one of the women's... It was like a single bathroom, right? But once it's W, once they met. I'm man. Oh, M. So I went into the women's bath, the women's side. <clears throat> it's nice there now. So, um... I go in there, leave, I go back to the uh, restaurant in the hotel where my friends are waiting for me. This head of security comes over to me at the table in front of everybody that's dining there. And he was like, I don't want you in the women's bathroom and walked away. And I'm like, you're not going to do this at dinner. Are you kidding me? All these people in in the, at the lobby at the I mean at the restaurant in the hotel because I was nothing to him it was like shit. stop doing that silly gay shit yeah stay out of the women's bathroom <laughs> know your place yeah what black man fuck? know your fucking place I don't care what yeah, yeah I don't care I didn't even think to like make phone calls to report him or report the hotel mm-hmm. I could have had like whatever but like 
could have had a free stay for like months. But I was just so offended and I was so scared and I was just like so disappointed. I was just like, here we are in this dominant black city and I'm still getting treated. And we're out of New York, but I mean, I guess that's probably. Yeah, but there's a lot of gay black folks. And that's the thing. We have like downtown Atlanta, right across the street from Lennox Mall. Wow. So it's. Come on so now. This is he, he just saw me. He was like, I don't like this. But what maybe it's okay were. to be gay, but it's not yeah, okay I mean, to people, be trans. People make, yeah, people make those exceptions. It's like, okay, we got over all this shit. We got over the gay shit. We just accepted gay. Yeah, right. Now you Give us a chance. You confused motherfuckers are coming along. The point that I wanted to make <laughs> when talking about my experience, because I'm looping this back to what I want mm-hmm. to say to you. My experience on a daily basis having to always have to be aware of my surroundings. I know I'm being looked at all the time, so I just choose not to look at folks because right. I already know they're looking at me, mm-hmm. right? I always have to be aware of somebody who wants to prove something, right? So I have to be hyper aware, especially in large groups right. of men, especially, right? The bathroom, just like today, I was scooping out where it was at. I was like, ooh, I don't like the location. I saw upstairs, no. everybody said you, did you, I could see the men's restroom, so I assumed there's a women's. So when I went to the restaurant, I went up to the women's, but I was always thinking too, that if someone saw me coming up there, if someone wanted to prove, like, these are things I think about on a daily basis, right? Now, the reason why I'm saying this, and I want to set this up for the audience, is even thinking about that, a lot of people don't have to live that life. When I look at you, I know it's even harder, right? And so for me, for me, I'm saying this, right? Based on just the little time that we've had together. Mm -hmm. And that's the reason I have so much respect, because you have chosen to live your life regardless this is the reason, small reasons why I want to serve you. I want to make sure that you're comfortable because I feel like you are a beacon of light and hope for so many people that are afraid to be all of who they are. So even all that crap that you deal with on a daily basis and stuff you have to think about that no one else has to think about, you still say, I'm going to be all of who I am. Yeah. And so I wanted to say, I wanted to make sure it was on this recording, how much respect that I have for you because you have that amount of courage that many people don't have. Because they don't have to deal with it. Right. right. Do you know what I mean? Or they choose to hide. And so many of our babies, as you know, will opt to kill themselves. Right. Uh, Like the gentleman who just, who's dating a trans woman. Um, Who, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Reese. Reese. Yeah. Yeah. Who took his life because he couldn't deal with all the stuff that was on video. Right. And he obviously loved this woman. He had her full name tattooed. Tattooed. Her government name. Now that, I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Letters. Yeah. He obviously loved this woman. Yeah. yeah. And it, it was like, they're all covered up with their phones up. I mean, I just hate the side they, of it and with the whole phones up. And they're covered up. Like you can barely see their face. And right. it's like, let's record him. Let's embarrass him. Let's shame him. And you know most of those men have had experiences with trans women. That's oh what kills God. me. And that's uh, what gets me most upset. Not the stupid uh, shit they say. It's like, I already know I can look at you I already know that you had these experiences so like why are you doing that but that's why I think niggas are are loving pose because it's like they are able to identify with the fact that like when they show the men going to the peers mm-hmm. which I get and you know I know that people still hang out on the corners because when I drive yes. through San Francisco people are still on the corners but everybody's not on the corner. Some people are online or doing other things and they are still getting... Some people are living in fucking high-rises because the niggas that are playing straight are not playing straight, but, like, who are playing 
like in the closet mm-hmm. or whatever they're being closeted right like I don't want to and then when I say playing in the closet they're they're saying that um, basically like they would never deal with anyone who is trans Right. But they are. They're but paying. They are. They're loving someone who is trans, they're but in secret right. and paying for them to live in high rises and everything. Right. And I hate to say that they're in the closet because to me, in the closet is like someone who was like me, who was like playing straight when they weren't. Mm-hmm. And to me, is someone who is loving a trans person, a, a trans woman or a trans man, that person is a woman or a man. They're not, period. 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 Yeah. They're period. not, that person who loves them is not gay. Mm-hmm. That period, point blank, yeah. period. Like a trans woman is, so I got so much flack the other day on my Twitter, on our, uh, Shamia's not on Twitter, but on our uh, Black Queer Pod, Black Queer Pod mm-hmm. Twitter page for saying, and all I did was put a hashtag about like, black trans women are black women period Mm -hmm. and there were so many black people who came on like if they weren't born a woman that's bullshit they're not women if a man chooses to put on a dress and I was like your logic is so fucking twisted and people were like so you're trying to debate science and I was like I ain't debating shit People want to become scientists. They want to. I'm like, nigga, you ain't a scientist, right? All of a sudden, no, I mean, but science gets wrong too. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, either way, right. but I'm like, y'all right. niggas ain't scientists either. No, yeah, ain't never thought about science. <laughs> right. Spell science until today. <laughs> Spell science. science. Did you know right? <laughs> Did you know that there was a motherfucking C in science? Uh, exactly. Uh, Exactly. <laughs> I, I wish she was a, a co-host every week on our podcast. I wish. Man, our I, I, wish I was. I wish I lived where you guys. I need to. But you we don't have to. I don't have to. We, we can, can call. We can, we can call. do a Zoom call. Yeah, every week. Every, every fucking we yes. We can do a guest appearance every. Whenever you would have me. We would have you all the time. Are you leaving the room? I am. Don't. I am leaving. Why? Stay. No. Can you stay? No. For, for a little, little bit. Longer? Just sit. Yay. Like I don't know. She okay. said. She said. I like being here. Thank you. Yeah. You were asking me earlier about like um. I think I had mentioned like the way men like approaches like they want us to just oh come around the corner with me yeah yeah and like I was at the laundromat the other day I'm sitting out uh, outside the laundromat like on the steps um, talking to someone on my uh, on the on the phone some guy comes up he's doing his laundry too he comes out oh what are you doing right now I'm like I'm on the phone right now I'm just waiting for my laundry what are you talking about uh, he was like oh you want to come around the corner with me I was like what's on the corner I said, your house? He was like, no, the park. I was like, for what? You know, just, you know, have a little good time. I was like, they automatically wow. think that wow. trans women are down the fuck. Yeah. We're here for the fuck. Ugh. And we always give a fuck about, like, fucking, like, no, we don't, like, I'm not all, not everybody, no, I don't. Like, don't talk to me like that. Oh, my God. Like, I'm not here to please you. And then that, it comes back to, like, me pleasing them. Because it's not like we're mm-hmm. having, like, a mutual organ. They're not pleasing yeah, you yeah. too. No, right. No, you talk about that. <laughs> they want me to serve them. Uh-huh. Serve. And I'm just like, no, I'm not sucking dick. I'm so over so over sucking penis. But I love how you Done. answer. I love not how you I mean, answer the question. Even earlier when we were talking and you were like, oh, so 
what's there? <laughs> oh, okay. So what what are we gonna do when we get there? Because right. I, like, I, I love that. Because then you stump them. Right. You're like always because I always because they they're so bold. They'll come out and say the most ridiculous things. So I'll ask questions, and it's like you ask too many questions. I'm like, what? Really? You're that's doing, what you're saying when that's you're your doing girl. too much. You're just a piece. God, you're too deep. It's it's too much. It's not that serious. I, you're too serious to me. I'm like, oh. Okay, I'm too serious. And that right there lets you know, like, oh, nigga, you want something else. Right. That's disrespectful. But why can't that's you just so... wash your clothes? Right. Yeah. Why can't I just wash my clothes? I mean, and so when guys come at me like that, I'm like, okay, you're going to have to pay for it if you want that. Mm-hmm. You know? As you should. If I play, if, all right, if you want to talk to me like that, then I'm going to talk to you about business. And if you if you're about it, then you're about it. If you're not, then get the, get, get out of my face. But I feel like that's only right as you should, because would any regular nigga come up to me and be like, "So what's up?" I've had niggas come and be disrespectful, oh. but I've never had no nigga come up and I try and like bot. Yeah, I you've never. Right. Yeah. Mostly, they come yeah. up to her and be like, "Hey, what up, nigga?" Like, or what up, yeah, bro? When they hear oh, when, you, when, you, wait, when you're standing next to her. No. 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 I'm or just even no. Oh, just a line. No. no even general, when we're yeah. standing next to each other, they feel no. like, "Oh, what up?" And they do the dap. Even tonight. When is that? Tonight. Oh, one person did that. But, but he knew in that regular that life because to them that's more comfortable. They'd rather see her as as a dude right. than see her as queer or as a woman. Right. But for me, I've never had a man come up and be like, "So what's up?" That's what like I mean. and try and buy sex from me. Yeah. Do you get what I'm well, saying? Not even offer a payment. Not even buy. Just like let's go have it some be, fun, some yeah. casual fun. I've never had. That I've been on the train. That, and that's part of the early this summer sitting on the bench this guy sitting next to me I'm like it's hot I'm just waiting for my train to go and, and I'm actually waiting for the train to go to this guy some late night snack basically I'm going to <laughs> this guy sitting hey, next snack. to me and he's just like <laughs> I'll be singing to because he has headphones on I'm like he's looking at me I'm like are you talking to me he was like yeah so he was like mumbling whispering to me the whole time there's some guy sitting here I'm sitting in the middle I was like I thought you were singing your song to, that you're listening to he's like oh no I was just saying that maybe we can just go hang out sometime I'm like what are you talking about he's like he said um, get up for me to the next stop on 125th street I know this little bathroom stock room area and I'm just like you already planned my night out what how do you know what I like to do you didn't say what we're going to do. So Just go with you so I can get killed or go with you to mm-hmm. get robbed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, he just assumed that I'm here for his fun because, you know, and that happens a lot because porn is such a big part of, and I don't want to bash porn because I love porn, but it's just like, it's such a... We all love porn. Yeah, right. You know, it's such it's a big part a... of men especially, like, they're like a way of relating to, like... Yes. Like, and it's, really it's sexual experience yes. you know like and no it's, that's, they're actors they're working you know it's not just that it's so much more than that what do you, you know mean can I explain it to them like I want you to make me feel good but I'm giving you dick that's not what I, you didn't ask me what I that doesn't, that's not what makes me feel good oh what you mean oh, God, here we go again I'm just like wait what why can't I have a good time why can't I bust in that so basically we have fun together those who are looking at themselves as cisgendered straight men are looking at 
Yes. They're so closeted okay and looking. With beautiful trans women. Mm-hmm. But it's not okay to date, to fall in love. Oh, right. To, because they're looking at. You can talk to face to face or eye to eye in public. Like, because we'll, we'll they're looking at trans women as objects. Right. But I think. Honestly, I think some of those people are suppressing real feelings. Yes, real no, feelings. not right. some. Okay, yeah. Yeah. All of them. I think the all of them. Better if they're just like, oh, you're just a piece of me. What can we do around the corner real quick? Right. You it's know better. why? Even though it's, it's not really. I feel like oh, because I don't really so, have because if, if, if you're just a piece of meat, like I don't really have okay. to. I don't have to talk to you. Right. Exactly. I don't even have to look at you. Like, right. no, follow me around the corner. Yeah. Like, they're not willing to see that trans women are women so they're thinking if I fuck a trans woman, trans woman and everybody knows because we already know that they're fucking trans women because mm-hmm. if they're willing to like come to you and secretly proposition you then they've Some already fucked a different trans woman <laughs> right yeah but that means that in their head they're thinking well I'm gay if I and that's the that's the black man's problem honestly okay, they keep thinking People are going to see me as gay and they don't realize you're fucking a woman, Mm -hmm. a woman, a fucking woman. And even if it wasn't a woman, who gives a fuck, nigga? Like, who gives a fuck who you're fucking? Like, at the end of the day, I'm not in your fucking bedroom. I'm not in the bathroom. I'm not in the stall. I'm not in the back of the park. Wherever you're fucking, I don't care where you're having sex. I'm having sex where I'm having sex <laughs> or where I'm not having sex. Exactly. Like, I, I pointed to you because I'm with you. Right. But, like, I was, it was no offense. But it's oh, just I didn't like, even catch it. But when we do or when we don't, we're old. But it's like, regardless. I'm still young and spry. These high statements. <laughs> where I'm <laughs> fucking. But then that makes me sound like a cheater. So, like, where I'm fucking or where I'm not fucking. It's not my business who you're with, where you're with them, or whatever. So I don't care. But I think that's the problem with men. It's like, if I'm with a trans woman, then people think I'm gay. And I hear that so much in like all these videos I see. It's like, oh, you fucking a man, that tranny, this, that, this, that. And they keep saying, man, man, man. And it's like, that's where the, the thinking stops. You keep saying, that's a man. And when the, rea- the reality is, if you're fucking a trans woman, if you're, whatever you're doing with a trans woman, you're straight. Because, or if that's what you, like, yeah, because you're with a woman. Yeah, and then. Like, I just don't understand the thinking and how, like, that think thinking stops. Me, I think people, it, like, oh, go on. No, 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 please, go Okay, ahead. so, um, people often think, like, trans body part, like, genitalia, so it's like, like, for instance, it's like, a, you with a trans woman, oh, she has a dick, you like to suck dick. So it's like, wait, wait, how do you get to that point? Like, mm-hmm. I said I was, I like this woman. Like, I just think nothing about what we do sexually, what I like. Like, people just, like, link it to body parts, and it's like, well, if you oh fuck God. with that, then you must like sex. Like, what else y'all gonna do? Mm-hmm. But genitalia doesn't have, like, if you were to look at me, my unless I name my genitalia mm-hmm. myself yeah it doesn't have a gender right do you get what I'm saying yeah. I don't know if I look at you I don't know what's underneath your dress perfect 
<laughs> exactly. It is perfect. You could have a fucking triangle. I don't fucking know. I don't know. To me, this boils down to education, especially in the space. Yes. Because we talk about intersex folks. Then people don't know what to do. It's like, oh, man, woman. This, that breaks down. So it highlights the problem with these constructs, but it's also very Western, here, right? This. So it's also, also the stuff that, the issues that we have here in the States mm-hmm. is in the States. You travel to different parts of the world, and I'm sure that you know this already, it's looked at very differently to the very point definitely. at which even our language doesn't apply, right. right? So you go to parts of Brazil, you go to parts of uh, Samoa, mm-hmm. right, where they're two-spirit and they're, they're women that are held in high esteem mm-hmm. because they're seen to embody right both masculine right. and feminine traits. That means that there's some education behind that. So people are raised to know, mm-hmm. oh, it's all right. It's here. That's the problem. It's problem with the education. It's problem with the way that we're taught, like in biology, what mm-hmm. it means to be a man or a woman or what is deemed normal right. and what is deemed abnormal. Mm-hmm. I feel like, this is something I struggle with, is like, I feel like there needs to be such a huge transformation for people to want to even consider that it could be different than what they thought. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, so for the men who I think are struggling mm-hmm. with their sexuality, they're questioning. In our society, you don't do that. You know, that's not. You're not a real man mm-hmm. if you're even. You know, if, even if you're questioning your sexuality, like there's no one to talk to, you can't talk to your brothers or anything like that. Right. I feel like why can't we change the dialogue, right? Why can't we just say, just love who you love, we're grown folk at the end of the day. Why can't we just be grown and do like, what we want? Was, I mean, that'd be the best, yeah, that'd be lovely because, yeah, it'd be. <laughs> it'd be so lovely because oftentimes when I meet, when I count to men, like, they pour so much out on us. Like, we have to be their therapist, their best friend, their mother, their girlfriend. Uh, every, it's just a lot of roles and it's like, they open up they're completely unfiltered and because they can't talk to anybody like yeah. you said like yeah. they can't talk to many people so it's just like they pour everything out on us and then it, it becomes too aggressive too violent too like much of a fetish it's like it's just mm-hmm. too much that I, I i'm like wait a minute I, i'm not up for this game it's too much to deal with yeah. and i feel i feel bad for them because i know what i mean i know what it's like to be alone i know what it's like to be thankful to have friends or a friend so like I can open up and like connect with but they don't have that and I know I can't be all of those things to them but it's just sad because I see what they do when they don't have the opportunity to talk to someone how they lash out at women how they like to make fun call call them out call them men beat them just harass them all kinds of shit weird strange like creepy shit yeah yeah. and it's it's sucks it's what like you, that um, that things are so hard that these men can't live a happier life. They can't mm-hmm. express it. Damn, it must suck to like not be able to talk about something that's burning inside of you and that torments you. Like, and you can't talk about it to anybody. So you have to like, and that's a lot. A lot of the time, they they search for us for women like me because they're like, oh, she's the one person that will get me. Mm-hmm. And then I meet them, and I'm just like. I don't, I'm not attracted to anything you're giving me because this is not your, and sometimes, not all the time, sometimes they want to live vicariously through us, so they want to become more feminine. They want us to feminize them. Even if they don't want to live that life publicly, 
or they don't identify as women or they're very masculine it's just like I want to have this certain feeling I know you're the person that can get me there and I know you're the only person I can talk about this with so help me out you know, I'm not turned on by that like yeah. Like, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not trying to. Like my girlfriend, my girlfriend Kylie, she's into that. I'm not into that at all. I just can't. Oh, um, feminizing men. Yeah. United. Like yeah. she, yeah. she thinks it's fun. You know. Um, she, you know, that's fine for her. Yeah. But, um, that's what she. It's, it's for her. For her. But um, not, well, yeah, I can't do that. I'm not into that. Yeah. Well, Lisa, one thing that's on my mind, but I was curious. And this is an invitation. Of course, you're not going to speak about it. Yeah. You don't want to, obviously. But you said something about the dark being another story altogether. Did you want to say anything about that? You said the, the when you said, oh, yeah, the light's off. And you're like, oh, that's, that's a whole yes, other yes, story. Yes, yes, yes. Chips. Jalapeno chips. No, you want some? No. They're over here. There was a guy to, um, I have so many stories. Every time we, you know, every time something's mentioned, I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that story. Um, there's one guy in particular I used to invite over to my house and he would always be like make sure that all the lights are off all of them in the house? all of them he's like I want all the lights off I want it completely dark when I come in he would come in with a hoodie I don't know what this motherfucker looked like <laughs> I mean I've seen his picture we met online I've seen his he had a face pic online I don't know if that was even him no it wasn't actually it wasn't him because I got the light in his face one day so I'm like I found him really sexy and I was like bored. I was like, okay, dumbass. I'm like, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll go with it. I'll go along with that. Turn on the lights out. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, doesn't want to see me. I could just be his fantasy. He doesn't have to think about as a trans woman, it's just a, a wet mouth or a body part, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever, you know? So that, that happens often. You know, in hearing you talk, one of the things that I wonder about, because you strike me as someone who's very strong, uh, who's very clear about who they are in the world, and I wonder, like, where does your strength come from? Because I, and the reason I, I ask you that is, one, because I'm genuinely curious, mm-hmm. but for those folks listening, we don't know who's in our audience, mm-hmm. and I know some people really need to hear your story, so mm-hmm. I'm curious to know, where do you draw your strength? How have you come to be uh, the person you are today? I know that's kind of a big question, but anything. Um, sometimes I ask myself that, like, oh. what do I? Almost like I've asked myself, like, what gives me the right to be myself, to dare to be myself? Like, why do I think that's okay? I've asked myself that so many times. I would find myself out places wearing certain things, and I'm just like, what made me feel? I would catch myself in the mirror on my reflection. And I'm just like, what made me feel so comfortable to do this? Like, and then I would freak out, panic, and then go straight home. I've done, I've done that. I've experienced that too. Um, I don't know. Uh, love. Like I grew up with love. Like I grew up with a loving family. I know what love is. You know, and I grew up with loving parents. So like my loving mother. So especially. Um, you know what? Uh, I mean, definitely that. I look at baby... Okay, recently I've been looking at baby pictures of myself, right? And I had this look... I've always noticed it throughout the years because I love going back and looking at photo albums of, of us as kids or whatever. And I always had this look on my face like I knew something was up. Like I knew there was... And I can remember remember back as far as like, I don't know, like four or five, let's say. And I knew like 
there was some bullshit ahead of us. Like, I didn't know what it was exactly ahead of me. Like, I knew what I was about to experience as a young person growing up, because I know that we could eventually, like, get taller and get bigger and yeah. get older, you know, in years. I felt like I knew there was some, it was a struggle. I didn't know what it was, but I knew it was definitely a struggle and it was a turn off. Whatever it was, I just had that feeling. I, I could kind of see it in my face in these pictures. Like, I knew something was up. And I can remember that too. Um, I guess it just power, just uh, I mean the uh, inspiration to just keep going is just I don't know. Mm. I really, I really mm-hmm. can't um, pinpoint it. It's just something in me that just keeps. It's like a fire that just keeps moving. Yeah. I think because I'm, I've been able to um, come up, fall down, and then keep going just like constantly involving so I know that I can I don't know I can do I knew I know that even if I can keep going I don't that's, mm-hmm. I can, I'll just leave it there yeah thank you <laughs> I don't want to cis mansplain cis explain. no it's not a cis blaming I was just joking but oh, okay Julie sometimes I don't know because yeah. I ask myself that all the time I will say Julie has always been fucking resilient. And Julie has been who she is from the time she was born. And I heard you say earlier to my mom, like, oh, you've been beautiful since the day I met you. Mm-hmm. And it made me laugh because in my head I was thinking, as family, it's funny when you say, like, since the day I met you. Yeah, but not the same Because, like, like I was, yeah. yeah, like, I've known you my whole life type mm-hmm. thing. Um, but I remember to me when I was little I remember there was something different about you Mm -hmm. and when I was little I felt like I knew who you were Mm -hmm. and I knew who I was but I felt like I'm going to help you be you because it's not okay for me to be me which was very fucked up honestly because it was like I should be Yes, it's okay for me to encourage you, but I should be helping me to be myself at the same time. But I felt like I was using you as a default because I was afraid to be myself. Does that make sense? Yeah. Does that make sense to you, Shania? It does make sense. And so I feel like I was riding on your coattails, honestly. Yeah. Because I felt like you made it, like you kind of paved this way for me. And it made it a little bit easier, but that means that means that your road was harder. And so I I feel really bad because I feel like I should have been supporting you more out that. rather than supporting you more. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Leave that chicken. Leave that, chicken. <laughs> Leave that motherfucking chicken. Thank you. I should have been supporting you more out than supporting you. More and I always supported you, but I was supporting you in the closet mm-hmm. rather than supporting you out of the closet. While you were in the closet, <laughs> yeah, supporting yes. my me, me being out while you were in. Right. Okay. Okay. And so it just was like an ally, and sometimes allies have the best intentions, mm-hmm. but it's easier when they're if they're if they are actually who they are, mm-hmm. and so it just made it harder. Because I was always like, 
oh, I'm super advocating and I'm going to the rallies and I'm going to the marches, but that's not who I am. And you are always just who you are. And I, I mean, I knew that about you and I felt like if you knew, like, it wouldn't, I mean, I was hoping that you would see me. And I, I mean, I, and I feel like oh, you I did. Saw you. And I feel like that's why we were so close. We were always and close. We are still so close, you know. Um, and I felt that. And I, and I'm, you weren't the only one because okay, like we played. We definitely were closer than I'm closer with you than I'm with PJ. Like growing up, we were, were always together more often than I was with PJ. And your mother would catch it, and she was like. Go spend time with PJ. And I'm like, why? She's like, <laughs> you all up under the right. Go spend time with PJ. And I'm like, Lorraine's my best friend. Like, <laughs> like, what do you mean? And I just, I understood later on what she meant. Why are you laughing? Because on the mic, you're like, I don't like Mark. I don't go. I'm chewing. Yeah, it's three different mics, though. We good. But she was like, I think because it was like, you spending too much time with the girls. Hang out with the but she didn't yeah. realize that PJ actually was cool as fuck. Yeah. So when PJ, PJ was actually met the first person I told I came out as gay. When PJ him. met my partner mm-hmm. before Shamian, he was like, "I know you together, y'all lovey dovey. Stop acting like y'all not together. It's cool." And I was like, "Uh, okay." It was very awkward, but he made it feel like. This is regular everyday life, and even now he loves Shamian. He'll come over and be like, "What's up, Shamian?" Like they talk. He's just what I love about it is he's he is himself. He doesn't act like a different person when he's around Shamian. I don't think he does. No, he's the same. Like PJ is is very he's funny. Mm-hmm. When he knows you, mm-hmm. and if he doesn't, he's very like mm-hmm. shy. He's the same exact person, yeah. which to me proved that like he doesn't need me. And I even asked him with the podcast. I was like, "Would you mind coming on and talking about toxic masculinity?" And he was like, "Sure, mm-hmm. I don't care." And I said, "The only reason we want you to come on though is because I said not very many cisgendered men." Are, especially black men are comfortable talking about sexuality and I said the fact that you've been so comfortable with me and I said I see, see I see people who go out of their way to try and be comfortable with her that's so obvious and it's obvious so, like so just be yourself so they're scanning your body like I just mm-hmm. it's like I oh the body scanning you. you it's like I'm, I'm looking right at you do right. it oh man the stories. When the body scanning happens once, I'm kind of like, okay, because you're trying to figure it out. But when you keep fucking doing it, I'm like, she has fucking titties, nigga. Like, okay, get the fuck over it. So funny. I get it. She has a bald head. No, because I I know what they're thinking. She has a bald head. Like, they're kind of binded. We're not sure. We don't see a penis. Like, but I'm like, why the fuck does it matter? Do you want to fucking fuck her? Right. Right. She's not about to fuck you, nigga. Like, so what the fuck? I have a different view of it because I deal with it so much. Mm-hmm. So I don't... It's well, I'll be ready to fight. Yeah. Niggas, like, for but real? You, I feel like you have to adjust when you get it all the time. It's a different world. So it's hard to explain. And I, I'm i starting... I'm trying to understand that. Yeah. Because I usually... I No, I, I, I will never be able to fully understand because I'm not a trans woman. 
or a queer, like a, I, I do identify as queer because I, I like the term different and queer, but be, I'm not gender queer. So I will never fully get that. Like no one will ever look at me and be like, we're not quite sure what to think of you. Most people look at me and be like, she's tall and black. And so we're, we, we know she's tall, black, and she's a woman. And so we don't know how to fucking quite approach her because she's tall, black, and a woman. Will she be mean to us or shit? That's how I get approached. I don't get approached as though, like, people look at her and be like, is she a woman? Is she a man? I almost and that's like, how they look at you, right? Mm-hmm. It almost feels like I'm an alien in this world. Yeah. And sometimes I really do feel that way. It's hard sometimes, but also I kind of feel like I'm here to kind of, I almost feel like an ambassador. I don't know how to explain it, but I feel like, you guys are behind the times and I've been brought here to live my full life to show you a little different that's kind of like what keeps my head up when I go outside mm-hmm. is that I do feel like I'm kind of like a visitor on this earth <laughs> like, and I, it's kind of hard to explain that but but I feel like part of my feeling of alienation I feel like it's also my ministry this is what this is the gift that I give to the world so I deal with a lot but then a lot of people that's are kind helped. of vain I give this gift to the world by queerness. Yeah. You're welcome, world. Welcome, so, world. <laughs> you are welcome, So I deal world. with a lot of stuff, but there are also those moments that make me go, ah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like when I meet some other people that are like, oh, my God, you're doing this and you're... I don't know how to explain it. It's like, um, yeah, but the world, I feel like the world's a little behind. I'm here visiting. Then Not I a little. On, I go it on is. to something else after this. Like, I'm pretty clear about that. It's me. very much behind and I will say, she's very calm. Because usually, especially if we're in Safeway, the supermarket, <laughs> and old white men be looking at her, I stand there and I'll be like, hi. Mm-hmm. And she'll keep going. And she'll be like, I'm going to get these this broccoli. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, no, that nigga was looking at you. That nigga was looking at you. And she'll be so like, this isn't who about- cares that they're looking at me? And I'm like, I can this. How many times when if they don't do that, They'll just walk up to me and grab me. Okay, I was in a restaurant with a friend of mine. This guy's flirting with her, right? He buys us drinks. They're sitting down talking. I'm on my phone. She goes outside to smoke a cigarette. And I go to the bathroom. I hear someone knocking on the door. And I'm like, I'll be right out. So I'm coming out. It's him. He pushes me into the bathroom and, like, Rolls to grab my crotch. I'm like, what oh my are God. you doing? You were just, first of all, what are you doing? Why are you trying to violate me right now? You were just talking to my friend. And why do you think that shit is okay? Like, what is with that? Why does she get a conversation and I get, like, <sighs> I get groped on. I get, oh my like, God. sexually assaulted. Like, why? Why do you think that's okay? Like, he's, he's calm. Crazy. He's walking in confident. Like, we doing this, right? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. And walked out. Oh, my God. No, actually, I left. I was like, you can stay here. That's that's crazy. insane. Yeah. Oh, I've been like, I do a lot of shit on the street. Not as much as a lot of people do, but it's still my shit. Like, like, oh my god, almost raped on the streets in, in Brooklyn. And is I it mean, mostly honest, by? Like, is it mostly by men who consider themselves cisgendered, yeah, like straight men yeah, who have girlfriends and wives at home, probably or definitely? Uh, who? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't know. I mean, I know you don't know this because, like, we don't talk as much as I... We're grown, 
So I feel like, I mean, we don't have to talk every day, but like, I think about you every day and it worries me. It worries me as much as it does when I think about like PJ or my dad being shot by like police. Like that shit had me up at night and it still does. But like the more, and I mean, I think about black people in general and Shamian always says that I'm racist. She always says really that wrong. because you hate women. I don't. Like I don't hate. I don't <laughs> hate white she people at all. But I have the, the test. Yeah, the test. That that bias. Yes, and most it showed that most folks were a little bit biased against black folks. That's not a surprise. But hers showed that she was across. It's in varying degrees. She was across the chart in terms of how explicitly biased she is against white people. Like she was in the minority that she was so biased. Yeah. So I'm like very biased when it comes to white folk. But it's because yeah. I love my daddy. I love my mama. Mm-hmm. I love the people who love me. So when I think of the love that I have for my family, I just think of black, honestly. Mm-hmm. When I say I'm such a Black Lives Matter person, when I say Black Lives Matter, I'm one of those who are like, no, all black lives. I identify as a queer lesbian whose family doesn't quite understand what that means. And so I'm holding on to maybe one day they will, right? But I'm also holding on to we are a marginalized people. And I know that a lot of white lesbian and gays will never understand what we go through as black, brown, and whatever, like, just people of color, gay, lesbian, trans folk go through. And not just gay, lesbian, and trans, because I'm lesbian, I'm a queer lesbian, but no one will be able to look at me and say she's queer and she's lesbian. I could walk down the street by myself or with my child and no one would ever know that I'm lesbian unless she comes along. And I don't think that's fair. Not saying that I have to put on a sleeve or whatever or a little marker, but it's like the shit that we go through as a people, you should want to stand up for your trans sisters or for your black sisters or for your lesbian sisters because they are your sisters in general. It's just, it, to me, that just disgusts me because we, we try and separate it so much. I'm going to pack a little bit. Okay. I wanted to say before I lay down that I hope this was just one of many conversations. It's been really nice. Oh my gosh, Ray, seriously. It's, <laughs> it's been, not picking you up. That's why. Oh, oh it's like flatline you. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, no, there's a there little something. Yeah, it's picking yeah. you up. Yeah. <laughs> But um, it's just been really, really nice to have this conversation with you because I don't often have the opportunity to talk with a lot of women who identify as trans. Um, and, and as a matter of fact, sometimes the conversation just shut down. <laughs> like, there's no... I don't, I've never known why that is. But um, there's a lot, I feel like, we have... Even though our lives are obviously different, there's some of what you experience that's so similar to me that I just feel like there's more that could be unpacked for people that are listening. Mm -hmm. And so thank you so much for talking with us. 
and more than that, thank you for being who you are in the world. I mean, just I, I have so much respect. I just couldn't, couldn't put it into words. I just really, really admire you for having the courage to be all of who you are. It actually inspires me. So thank you. I love her. And I mean it. I mean it. Thank you. Yeah. She's my favorite. Enjoy your chicken. And, thank you. And some wrap. Just say enjoy your chicken. Yeah, because the chicken's yummy. Is there more chicken? That was powerful and fun and all of the words, all of the above. All um, of the things. All of the things. We want to thank Julie for yes. spending that time with us. Um, she was going to spend it with us anyway because we were in New York, but spend letting us record mm-hmm. and hear from her intimately yep. um, just about her life and her thoughts and um, what it is like for her, her experience of being a black woman and a black trans woman mm-hmm. in the world and in America and in New York. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything to say? No. You're just a lot of yeahs over there. Okay. You didn't necessarily have to call me out. It was rolling along just fine. I mean, because we're ending, so I thought yeah. you might want to say something. Uh, Julie's just an awesome person. I think I say it in the interview. And so I'm really grateful that she sat down with us and was very candid about some of her experiences. And so uh, I'm grateful that she trusted us enough to have an intimate conversation like that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, this week's episode is dedicated to Julie. Yeah. I love you, Julie. And um, <laughs> she means laughing at me because of like... The, the way I'm talking right now but um, it's dedicated to her and I love you and I'm I am so glad that you are here and that you um, are thriving and surviving and living and this goes out to you we love you make sure you all share this episode with your friends and your family and um, make sure you go to our website www.blackqueerpodcast.com we have a twitter and an instagram black queer pod um, and of course you can find us on uh, apple Podcasts, google play and what's the other one uh stitcher and the black the black the podcast name is black <laughs> Black, queer, and dot, dot, dot. Literally dot, dot, dot. Um, And that's it. That's it, folks. That's it. All right. Bye. Bye. I need to go brush my teeth. Bye.